Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Right now, United Steelworkers Local 1005 has reached a tentative agreement with the American venture capital firm Bedrock Industries that uh, plans to take over Stelco, of course. Now, the union cannot vote on the proposal until June 6th. We'll tell you about that in just a couple of seconds. So what are the prospects for this? And by the way, the uh, sand is running out of the hourglass right now uh, about uh, the judges ruling on this as well. Marvin Ryder has been following this story for years now. Business professor at the DeGroote School of Business at McMaster University. He joins us on the Bill Kelly Show. How are you doing this morning, Marvin? No, I'm fine, thank you, Bill. Is this a secure channel? Are we going to be listened in on here? Well, not if you've been talking to Mr. Trump over the last couple of days. Uh, you can bet somebody's got a little tap going on on your phone. But anyway, we digress. We digress. Uh, let, let's talk about this deal now. You had you, mentioned before that uh, one of, I, I think, the prerequisites for this thing to come through is they're going to have to come to some sort of an agreement with the unions. It sounds as if at least they've got something in principle anyway. Right. So again, we'll just take you back. When when Bedrock uh, said they'd like to step forward and take over this company, the judge said there's various things you have to do. So you've got to get approval from your secured creditors. You have to get approval from your unsecured creditors. You need to get the province on board. You need to get the U.S. Steel parent company on board. And you have to have an agreement with the two locals involved. 1005 really represents the workers here in Hamilton. I'm sorry, the other number is harder for me to remember, but the union down in Nanaco... 8782. 8782. I don't know why that's so hard to remember. Uh, You need to get an agreement with them. Now, they got everybody else on board, and they left the two unions until the end. And even then, if I was handicapping the issue, the the challenges of getting an agreement in Nanaco are much smaller. There is an employed workforce between 1 and 2,000 people, but only about 500 to 800 retirees. So this question of pensions and post-retirement benefits, a much easier question to resolve down there. Here in Hamilton, there's only about 500 workers, but there's roughly 10,000 retirees involved. So, you know, much different balance in here. Uh, As well, 1005 had taken a very, I guess the word I would use, aggressive stance and said, there are three things we demand, we demand, if we're going to agree with you. One is we need job security. Number two, we want things done to top up that pension plan, so there's absolute pension security. And finally, we want full benefits. Bedrock's last proposal that you and I heard about was kind of like this. Uh, Well, you know, in Hamilton, there's a lot of retirees, so we're only going to do about 70% of the benefits, not full benefits. We're not actually planning to put a whole lot more money into the pension plan. Our best way to solve this is the land trust, and hopefully they can sell the land and top it up that way. And then in terms of job security, we might be willing to guarantee jobs for a year or two, but we're not, we're not in a position to, say, guarantee you a job for a lifetime. That would have suggested the two sides were a long distance apart. It was last week that 8782 got their deal, and, and although it's not been voted on yet, it was fairly positive language from Bill Ferguson down there. Mm-hmm. So that left Gary Howe out on his own. Does he become the the stick in the mud, so to speak, that then topples the whole deal. If you can get agreement from five parties, but you can't get six, do you go ahead regardless? And and the news we're getting now is that they have found something that they think, this is the union leadership, thinks that they can take to the membership and get a vote on. But the way the rules are, you and I are kept in the dark. They have to notify their workers, and they have to get the vote on this first before you and I will hear. Now, I uh, kind of jokingly, we talked about Trump and a leaky channel, these things also do tend to leak out, so I would not be surprised if by the weekend, even though that would be before the ratification date, some more details might leak out, especially if there are some union people or retirees who are not that happy with the deal. 
they might very well choose to leak some of this. But at this point, it looks like maybe the last piece of the puzzle has come true. And then to finish this off, if that is the case and they can get ratification next week, June 6th, then that would really set the stage that on June 30th, the court would say, okay, we've got agreement from everybody. Bedrock, you're cleared to take over this company. And poof, the creditor protection is gone. You're back as a full functioning and operating company. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.